Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hey, Zoe. This is our fortieth episode of the China Horse Business podcast. Wow, we have been releasing our podcast once a week without being hindered by wind or rain. During these forty episodes, we have built up the listeners' pool and the friendship around the globe.、Uh, we have succeeded in helping connect overseas job seekers to China employers, business products and surveys to China organizations, and even horse lover to riding clubs. One very touching thing was we have interviewees who spoke in our China story section. Even sends us appreciation that they have increased inquiry after speaking in our podcast, and I am so grateful for that. Hey guys, if you have any China horse story you would like to share with our audience, it can be your experience in China, your relationship with Chinese people, or even riding a Chinese horse. You are welcome to write to us at contact at wonder-horse.com, and we will pick out exciting story to share every week. At the same time, please don't forget to like and share our podcast with your friends and people you think they may be interesting in listening to our podcast. Without further ado, let's begin our China news today. Australia is always one of the most famous thoroughbred purchase location for Chinese owner. Thanks to the location advantage, it is easier for horses to fly over comparing with European countries and less time difference. Yet, most importantly, Australia's racing companies invest more aggressively to promoting China racing industry. Especially supporting local auctions and sponsoring events and races. After the 2022 New Zealand Karaka Yearling Sales six days live stream in China, which we have already introduced in season two, episode 38, on the 15th and 16th of March, one of the well-known auction houses from Australia, the Magic Millions, has also joined the live stream after to promote their Adelaide two days Yearling Sales. Although horse auction live streaming in China is still something fresh, we can already see from live streaming that participants are learning from different aspects. For example, horse price, purchasing process, etc. Therefore, I think the live stream will enhance interest for potential buyer to approach auction house in the future. Definitely, and I think auction live streaming will stay as a trend, especially under the pandemic. Talking about racing today in our China Club session, we will bring you to the Inner Mongolia Rider Horse Industry Limited from China, Inner Mongolia. Inner Mongolia Rider Horse Industry was established in 2006. It is privately owned organization owned by one of the most famous racehorse owner Lang Ling, and today they own a racecourse, horse quarantine center, breeding company, horse trading company, horse feed factory. Equestrian Academy and Chain Equestrian Clubs. According to their official introduction, the company has approximately four thousand five hundred horses today, including one thousand seven hundred imported thoroughbred with one thousand two hundred staffs. 
Also, according to their official introduction, the company today has raised a total of 440 million RMB venture capital through ABCD and E rounds of financing in China, which provides them with a unique and standout portfolio in the mainland equine industry. Famous multiple group one winner Mongolian Can, the first horse in history to win ATC Australian Derby. New Zealand Derby and Caulfield Cup, winning 20 million RMB prize money. Rider horse industry has invested in creating one of the best horse for Chinese investor racing overseas. Today, the company has invested and operated thoroughbred farms in New Zealand while racing and trading in the country. In the next five years, the company aims to be the biggest horse trading company in the country and import 5,000 quality horses from the USA. Australia, Ireland, New Zealand to improve local horse bloodline and create standardized race course and be a leading racing competition organizer. Sounds like a gigantic project ahead. We wish them all the best on their journey. So Yi, we have invited a lady from Poland to our China story today. Let's listen to our conversation with Joe. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Oh, hello. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Great! What a good morning. So, Joe, what brings you from Poland to China? Well,、um, it wasn't a part of a plan at all. So,、uh, after graduating from the university, I was a backpacker. I was traveling around Europe and and then the USA, and then I was、uh, supposed to just to visit China.、Uh, mm-hmm. But that's when I when I met my husband. At my literally last month here in China, I met my husband, and so I never got on that plane back home.、Oh. And it's been now、um, eight years, two dogs, one child, and a couple of horses. Wow, that's brave, actually. So, what do you do in China now?、Um, I think I'm extremely lucky to be able to help people make their dreams come true. And by the way, my own dreams come true,、uh, which is working with the horses. So I co-own one、um, riding club in Yangjiang that is in Guangdong, in south of China, next to Hong Kong. So I'm hoping you're gonna visit soon. And another one is a is a ranch in Ulaanbaatar,、uh, in Inner Mongolia, that is in the north of China. The, the Mongolian part of China, and so、uh, in Yangjiang, Guangdong,、um, we do mostly training. So most of our customers are, you know, young riders training. And then Ulaanbaatar, the Inner Mongolia, it's a wonderful place for for the tourists. It's a wonderful place for for the riders who want to spread their wings and and fly on the horse through the. Through the endless grasslands, it's really an amazing experience. It、wow. sounds really wonderful. How often do you travel to the two stables, and how is your business going? Is it popular, or how is people in China like your business? Well, so、uh, now during the epidemic, you know, lots of people are either locked, like Shanghai now, or、yep. Or they are scared to travel. Lots of people are scared to travel, so it's a bit challenging. That was about the Mongolian 
part of the business. But if it comes to Yangdang, Guangdong, most of our customers are local. Most of the customers are from Guangdong. Um, so it's going well. Now we're just moving to, to a new place. I wish I knew the, the Chinese name of it, <laughs> but um, it's, a, it's a really amazing place. Nice. And um, John, you're from Poland. I suppose you right. ride, you, you are riding in Poland back then and you have visited the world. So what will you say the difference of a question as atmosphere between Poland and China, maybe between the rest of the world and China? How Chinese a question community is special? Mm, yeah, well, if you look at the people who are already involved in question in Poland, in China, in any other country, I'd say they're very similar because it's this, it's this love to those big and gentle at the same time creatures that is the common language between the nations. But it's the amount of people that are involved in a question in Poland or in other European countries that differs from China, I'd say. Yes, it's an expensive sport all over the world. It's an expensive sport in every single country of the world, but it seems more approachable there. Uh, you know, when I was when I was young, I come mm -hmm. I come from a, a very small town. I come from a town of ten thousand people. I mean, ten thousand, mm -hmm. and still have three riding clubs there, mm -hmm. and. When I was young, at the weekends, I'd, I'd ride my bike for 10 kilometers one way to work all day in the stables just to be paid with one lesson in the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I come from a poor family. It's just I never really even thought that I could ask my parents to pay for these classes. I was just so happy that I could do that on my mm -hmm. own. I could stay with those horses, that I could stay with those kids. Mm -hmm. Trying to say by that is, I bet lots of kids in China also have this dream. They also wish they could, they could ride. But I mean, they have different circumstances. Maybe they worry their parents can't afford it. Or maybe they are too busy with their, you know, extra math and calligraphy classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wish that there was someone who could tell them that they can, even mm -hmm. though it seems to be not approachable, even though it seems to be expensive. Everybody actually can if you really want to. Mm. So yeah, amount of 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 uh, equestrian community that uh, that differs. Yeah, the accessibility. So you're saying the accessibility in China is maybe different, and maybe it's also. Yeah, considering the size of China, the amount of people we have, and then the different development stage for the equestrian market in China. So on this stage of the development, we are standing in China. If you look at uh, how Chinese equine industry has developed in the last past few years, and uh, you uh, foresee uh, the future development in maybe three, five years, what would you say China needs the most to help itself to better develop this industry? What I think China needs the most is customers. Uh, how mm -hmm. I see us 
the people who are uh, who are involved in a question in China is we are the ambassadors of this sport. So we carry me and you, we carry that responsibility of spreading this trend among people. So more and more people can be as happy as we are. <laughs> you know, lots of people, like I said before, think that they can't or they are too busy or they, 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 they think they can't afford it. So if we talk to people about it, how beautiful it is and how we mm -hmm. can, then those stables, those horse riding clubs will also be more encouraged to open more and more places for the customers. And so the business will go on, right? We will support each other, the customer and the, and the stables. So who has to start is us. We have to start talking about it. We have to start... Yeah. Uh, educating people about this sport that it even exists lots of people don't even know that it exists i hear yeah. from lots of people horses are stinky and i'm like have you ever even been in a contact with a horse have you ever even smelled a horse well no but mm. it's farm animal so obviously it's stinky well maybe it is for some but it isn't for me i don't know why don't you go mm -hmm. and check it out lots of people yeah. don't have a to go and check it out yeah. so also one more thing is if the Chinese government is to support and promote horse riding uh, not only as a leisure but also as a sport that will soon pay off in the world equest equestrian championships as well which I keep my fingers crossed for yes I think so and then look what's happening in skiing if we have the government uh, back, I think it's more easy for Chinese customers, Chinese people to accept this spot and this uh, chain. Yes. Well, uh, China is definitely paying more attention to sports in general nowadays. Uh, so I do believe that a question is going to be noticed and it's going to be developing in upcoming years in China as well. And I hope I can help with that. Cool. Wow. Thank you very much, Join, for your sharing and your experience. I think if any of our listeners are interested to know more, they have their projects, they can also talk to you and share. But I can feel your passion. You are very passionate about this. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Jojo. Thank you, Zoe. It was a pleasure. Yes, just stay in touch and we will come visit you one day. All right. Good. Take care. Bye-bye. What a passionate lady, and I really appreciate her attitude towards what she's doing. Totally agree. And guys, before we end up the day, please remember to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. And we will be more than happy to get your emails at contact at wonder-horse.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang. Powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.